Wow. Okay, guys. So President Trump right now is in Pennsylvania. He's live. We're five minutes behind on it. I just wanted to say my internet was out yesterday. Turns out I had unplugged a router on a router accidentally. Obviously, um, it was the simplest one. Uh, I was troubleshooting, troubleshooting. And it turns out, uh, yeah, I kind of knocked that router out myself. I unplugged it, basically. Um, so that was my bad yesterday. And I was a, a little bit concerned about it. But eh. You know, it is what it is. It was discovered um, today when I went to get the vacuum cleaner and I was like, oh, damn, duh. So um, I'm live on Twitch, DLive, Periscope, and Facebook. YouTube has yet to let me out of jail. I will be uploading this as a premiere on YouTube for those that are not able to watch it anywhere else. I always upload my stuff on Rumble. I had an amazing weekend. Um, I'm actually taking my daughter to the airport after the show because she's leaving. She just had her leave for a bit. It was a great weekend to be together with both my children. Um, it was, it was, it was really good. And, um, you know, we had brunch yesterday after church and then, um, uh, Millie's family and, uh, family friends, uh, other family. Um, we went out to dinner together. It was a lot of fun, family friendly fun. Um, so that was, uh, that was, that was, I had a great weekend. I haven't had a weekend like that. I can say in probably, this is going to sound so sad a decade, um, counting back to the last time that it was like, just so amazing. And so like, you know, nothing going wrong. Um, everything, well, things went wrong. I mean, my closet's still wet. It's still raining in my closet. Um, so that's, a. Uh, uh, but you know, it is what it is. Guys, it looks like we have, you know, the, the Biden administration, before we get to that, I just wanted to just kind of give you a heads up. I am like, damn, it seems like the Obamas and the Bidens have been in bed literally together for a while. Uh, it is just horrible if you think about it because they've been in bed for a while. That's super sad considering did he know? Did he know? Did he know? I mean, pulling the strings of the Obama administration, it's really bad, you guys. It's really, really bad. It makes me so sad that all these, you know, all these disgusting human beings, the way they treat their children as, as pawns. It's just... You know, you see it when you see those um, clips of Biden swearing in people and, you know, the senators or Congress people he's swearing in are kind of like letting their kids be near him. And it just makes me so sad. It makes me like it makes me physically sick just to think about it. Well, let's see what our president has to say today. Um, here he is in Pennsylvania. We're let me tell you how far behind. <laughs> We're six minutes behind. He looks so happy. He looks so happy. So thank you very much, Allentown. Thank you very much, Allentown. 
Eight days, you believe that? Eight days from now, we're going to win the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, and we are going to win four more great years in the White House. I want to begin today by discussing an issue of existential importance to Pennsylvania, very, very important. Last week, sleepy Joe Biden made perhaps the most shocking admission ever uttered in the history of presidential debates. In other words, he blew it. On live television, 91 to 9. Did you see that? 91. Did you know what that means? 91 to 9. But we won't talk about that part of the fake news. Joe Biden confirmed his plan to abolish the entire U.S. oil industry. That means no fracking, no jobs, no energy for Pennsylvania families, Texas, all the other He wants to go wind. Let's go wind. Let's go have brownouts, blackouts all over Pennsylvania, all over the country. He wants to go wind. He wants to go with windmills that are made in Germany and China. And send big, big carbon into the air when they're making them. You know that, right? from a different continent, but that's okay. Biden's plan is an economic death sentence for Pennsylvania's energy sector. I, I mean, I think you all know that. Did you see it though? Do you believe it? And even the anchor, who I thought did a very good job, by the way, Kristen, I thought she did a very good job. She said, why do you say that? Remember that? Why are you saying that? Why do you say that? He will eradicate your energy and send Pennsylvania into a crippling depression. Somehow that doesn't sound good, Mr. Congressman, does it? The Biden energy shut down, and he wants to shut down the whole country. And we're rounding the turn. You know, all they want to talk about is COVID. By the way, on November 4th, you won't be hearing so much about it. COVID, COVID, COVID. COVID. Today, let's talk about COVID all over Europe, right? Europe's Mike, they don't talk about that. Now we're rounding the turn and we have the vaccines coming out very soon, years ahead of schedule. If he would have done it like he did the H1N1 swine flu, one of the worst handled, that was an epidemic, it was a disaster. He had no idea what the hell he was doing, but you know that. The Biden energy shutdown would inflict deep pain and misery on Pennsylvania, mass layoffs, constant blackouts and brownouts, soaring gas prices. Nice to have that $2 gasoline, isn't it? Surging energy bills, no air conditioning in the summer, no heat during the winter, and no electricity during peak hours. Let's watch President Trump on television. I'm sorry, we won't be able to do it. The wind isn't blowing today, darling. We won't be. Able to. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't power those big factories that we're opening up all over the country. Biden's running mate, Kamala Harris. So. Did you see her last night on television with the laugh? Ha, 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 she was, she was laughing at a horrible question about her, and she just laughed. She found it so funny. Most liberal senator. She's the most liberal senator by far. She's more liberal than Chrissy Bernie. Even sponsored the $100 trillion Green New Deal. <laughs> the Green New Deal, no, I don't think so. The Green New Deal would be an economic disaster for our nation, certainly for this state. 
Biden and Harris have a pledge to join and rejoin the, uh, the Paris. Look, you know about Paris, the Paris Climate Accord, one of the great disasters of all time. Just call up France. How's Paris doing? Shipping your energy jobs to foreign polluters all over China, all over the rest of the world. And, you know, it was hard bringing them back. We brought our jobs back. A lot of our jobs are coming back now. They're coming back. You know, and speaking about jobs, I want to thank the people that own this plant. You know, you have a governor named Tom Wolf, I guess. Um, this thing was set up just a few hours ago. That's why it's so incredible. There are people across the street trying to get it. This was set up because your governor made it almost impossible for us to find any site. Normally, we would have had an airport. We would have gotten in. We would have had it. I mean, this is really a nice place. No, I want to thank the trucking company. They're great. They're supporters. But well, we just found it a little while ago because they were shut out. We had a deal. It was a deal and they broke the deal. Headed by Governor Tom Wolf, who's got your whole, who's got your whole Commonwealth shut down. Whole Commonwealth is shut down. Although probably on November 4th it'll open. They'll announce on November 4th. Did you see the one governor said, no, I think we should be open by around November 4th. Oh, thank you. Now, they think they're going to inflict harm in bad numbers. Our numbers are so good. Our comeback numbers are the best anywhere in the world. doesn't matter. But you know what? It does inflict tremendous harm on the people that are shut out of their jobs, that are going to lose their jobs with suicides and drugs and alcohol and all the problems. So, Tom Wolf, uh, next time, gives, give us a little notice governor and i'll remember it tom i'm gonna to remember it tom hello mr president this is governor wolf i need help i need help you know what these people are bad we we go out of our way regardless republican democrat when they have a problem but he shut us out and he tried shutting us out of two other venues you know we have three of these today in pennsylvania three of these. And these just came out, I, you know, I have to say, because I watch in the fake news, there has never been anything like what's happening now. But these just came out. So Rasmussen just came out. Trump is leading. You know, that's been one of the most accurate polls. You don't read it. In fact, the pollster called us yesterday, said, you have really good numbers. But they won't accept them. When we put them out, they don't put them out. Unless they're negative, the press doesn't put them out. Can you know? This is serious. And how about big tech? How about the Biden scandal? And they're not even covering it. They don't want to talk about it. And by the way, that's a real scandal. And the press doesn't want to write about it, except for the New York Post. The press won't write about it. And big tech won't take it. People have no idea what's going to happen in Pennsylvania. That I can tell you. I know Pennsylvania. Don't forget, I went to school in Pennsylvania. I went to school in Pennsylvania College, and uh, I know it much better than he does. You know, he's always talking about, I grew up, right? I grew up in Pennsylvania.
He grew up nowhere. He didn't grow up. Now, did you watch him in 60 Minutes last night? Did you see yesterday when he called me George? No, I don't know if I like George. Don't know. Not George. What a mess. What a mess. No, he called me George. I don't know if I should be insulted or happy about it. I'm sort of insulted. That's the first time that's happened to me in a long time. Now, but the polls just came out. So it just came out. So let me tell you the real polls, okay? Because we feel we're winning almost easily, but you don't hear that. I watched television today purposely to see what was going on. So it started, oh, CNN is the worst. But I hear the guy, I hear AT&T is finally getting smart and they're gonna fire the head of CNN. That's what I hear. Zucker. But you know what? Look at this. So Rasmussen was very accurate last time, like one of the top two or three. Rasmussen, Trump approval rating, 53 and 52, 53%. So in another poll, we're leading in Nevada. That's nice. We're one up in Nevada. We're way up in Texas, despite what you keep hearing. Five up in Texas. I think we're much more than that if you listen to the governor of Texas, who's great. In Ohio, we're way up by four or five points, five points. In Florida, we have it down as four up in Florida. That's a lot for Florida. So in Florida, Rasmussen, that's a Rasmussen. Both these are all different. That's a Rasmussen, 50 to 46, we're plus four and four. You don't hear these numbers, right? You hear these guys get on television. Florida is going to be very tough. No, we're winning in Florida. We have crowds. We're winning in Florida. Uh, but you don't hear it. We're nicely up. Five up in Georgia. Landmark. It's called Landmark. Five up in Georgia. You don't hear that. I heard today, he's losing in Georgia. No, we're not losing in Georgia. We're going to win by much more than five. In Arizona, we're nicely up. Really nicely up. Very good. We're winning big in Iowa, but we should be with what I do for the farmers. Got them $28 million from China. In Montana, we're so far up, they don't even, they shouldn't even have the election. Likewise in Utah, so far up, we're plus 12, plus 15. And in West Virginia, we're 20 up, 20 points up. These are just came out, they came out today. And then in a head-to-head -head with Sleepy Joe Biden on a national basis, I'm, I am really into the states, because you know you run. Remember Hillary used to complain? But I never did a national, you know, winning, I think winning the, the vote, overall vote is almost easier than the Electoral College. But uh, you remember last year she complained, she used, to, she used to campaign in the wrong states. The next year, but they probably learned. But in the national poll, we're leading against Sleepy Joe Biden. We're leading. And that's a Rasmussen poll. Head to head. No, we're leading. We're leading head to head against Sleepy Joe. So I just thought I'd do that. Remember in the old days, four years ago, I used to read the polls. I'd drive them crazy. And they'd say, oh, that's not right. I turned out to be right. <laughs> you know? So I wanted to hear it. I, I, it's on television now. It's the only way we get it on because they don't put it on. They're fake and they're corrupt people. They're fake. They're corrupt. I mean, I watched 
I never watched CNN, but I had to see it this morning to see. So I watched them for a little while. I watched MSDNC owned by Comcast, right? MSDNC. I watched, and you watch these polls and you say, oh, this is terrible. They're fake polls. They're fake. They're total fake. These are real polls. We're going to win in Florida. We're going to win in Pennsylvania, I think. I mean, look at this venue. You have thousands of people across the street that couldn't get in. They couldn't get in. Because, honestly, uh, Secret Service wasn't that well equipped. They didn't expect because we just set this place up. We just set it up. And think of it. So we have a venue and the governor that counts the ballots, right? The governor counts the ballots. And we're watching you, Governor, very closely in Philadelphia. We're watching you. A lot of bad things. A lot of bad things happen there with the counting of the votes. We're watching you, Governor Wolf, very closely. We're watching you. But the same guy that makes it impossible for us to get a venue, we just got this thing literally hours ago. And to have people across the street trying to get in is amazing. I mean, it's amazing. Which tells you, and I don't know if you saw the Ohio rally, we had, we had, 35, 40,000 people. Thank you very much. Nah, I forget. It. <laughs> Thank you. Now, one of them had a, a, a guest this morning. I really watched it for this reason. I mean, I had to get look. It started off COVID, COVID, COVID. Don't go. Don't go and vote. Don't go and vote. You know who's not voting? The Democrats. They're not voting. You know, if you look at some of these early polls, so we're supposed to be way down in the initial week because it's the fake ballots, right? The phony ballots that are all crooked as hell. And then we catch up. But we have states where we're leading in early voting. That's trouble because we win everything from here on in. We win everything. Just get out there and vote, or if you have an absentee, send it in. But you know what? There's nothing like getting out and voting. I did it two days ago. I went and voted. And it was so good. You know, I went in Florida, Palm Beach. I said, okay, I'm here to vote. And the woman was fantastic. Sir, do you have identification? I said, just happen to have my passport. Sir, do you have any additional identification? I do. I do. She said, thank you very much. And she was good. I mean, she was doing what you have to do. She was good. She was totally good. I hear this guy back. So, so she did a great job. And you know what? It was a beautiful thing because there's no way you can cheat. I mean, that. Then they said, here, do this. And here, sir, you can, you know, they give you a booth. You sit down. You do what you have to do. You get up, they fold it, they put it in, then you put it in the machine yourself. They don't want to touch it. It was so professional. There's no way you can cheat with these ballots. Who's sending them? Who's receiving them? Who's bringing them back? Who's signing them? It's ridiculous. It's the only way we can be, it's the only way we can lose, in my opinion, is massive fraud. And that's what, that's what's happening because all over the country, you're seeing it. Thousands and thousands of ballots. How about the military ballots that were thrown into a garbage can? With the name Trump on it. 
So all we can say is law enforcement is watching Nevada. It's watching Philadelphia and Pennsylvania, by the way, but Philadelphia in particular, because they had a lot of strange things happen over the years in Philadelphia. And we're watching you, Philadelphia, and we're watching at the highest level. And we're watching the Democrat governor who's got his state shut down, a great state. North Carolina has got it shut down. We're watching North Carolina. We're watching Michigan. Oh, that's another one. We're leading by two points in Michigan, right? <laughs> Hadn't been won in decades until I won it four years ago. We're leading in Michigan. And we should be. I brought a lot of car business and brought a lot of car plants in. They hadn't had a plant built in 42 years or something. And we brought a lot of plants in. You hear that, Chet? You hear that? That's, one, that's a brand new, beautiful F-35 jet. Stealth. That's why you can't see it. That's uh, super stealth, actually. Joe Biden is a diehard globalist who wiped out your steel mills. You know it better than almost any place in this country. Close down your factories, kill your coal jobs, outsource your industries and support it. Every terrible and disastrous trade deal. For the whole, I mean, for, for 47 years, this guy's been there. You saw in the debate, did anybody watch the debate? By but did you see? Here's my, my standard answer. Joe, you've been there for 47 years. Why didn't you do it? Right? And you left three and a half years ago, Joe. So it's not like it was 25 years ago. You left. Why didn't you do it, Joe? You know, he's talking about, oh, I would have done this with the pandemic. And yet he had the worst. His chief of staff said that he and himself, the chief, they were grossly incompetent. They had no idea what to do. And now they're telling us how to handle a much more lethal problem. Amazing. I wonder if that chief of staff is still around. You know, he probably said it when he assumed Joe couldn't win, right? You know, when Joe ran, because he was always 1% Joe. We used to call him 1% Joe. And then he ran, and now he's at 50%. You know where he's at 50%. Right up there, he's at 50%. And he ends up winning. Tell me, is politics a strange game? He was a cheerleader for NAFTA which was a disaster for your state. And he enthusiastically voted for China's entry into the World Trade Organization, decimating your manufacturing and enriching China. It's really what made China. He voted for it. Pennsylvania lost almost 50% of its manufacturing jobs after Biden's NAFTA and China disaster. And it wasn't only him, but it was the thinking. That was the thinking. That's what they want. Decade after decade, vote after vote. Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, has betrayed Pennsylvania. How the hell can you vote for him? Is this a serious? How can you vote for this guy? Congressman, how do you vote for this guy? Look, look, look. He almost got through the debate. I wouldn't say he was Winston Churchill, but it was okay. And then we got him in the last question. I said, do you mean you're against oil? Yes, I'd uh, wean it out. I said, Pennsylvania, Texas, are you watching? You have no choice, okay? If you stop fracking, if you stop fracking, which he's against, you know, remember, he'd say, I'm against fracking, I will ban fracking. He did this for over a year. We, got to, we only have about 100 clips. We're gonna play some of them for you, but here's, here's the thing. I don't wanna play them all. We don't have enough time in the day.
But you don't have to take my word for it, because you know what? Because it's Pennsylvania, I did a special television, like Cecil B. DeMille. I did a, a really special little treatment for you. The late, great Cecil B. DeMille. Here's Joe on two things, security and fracking. You gotta believe, you're not even gonna believe it. Where is your screen? The screen costs us a fortune, so I hope you enjoy it. My problem is I voted for them. I'm supporting NAFTA because I think it is a positive thing to do. And I do not pretend to be an expert on uh, international trade matters. When you ran for president and when Barack Obama ran for president, you both said you would renegotiate NAFTA. You didn't. Trade agreements like NAFTA and permanent normal trade relations with China, which forced American workers to compete against people who are making pennies an hour, has resulted in the loss of 160,000 jobs. The president is absolutely right when he says that China has been cheating for 25 years and that Bill Clinton didn't, didn't do enough about it, George W. Bush didn't do enough about it, Barack Obama didn't do enough that about was it. What, how exactly are you going to negotiate that? What magic wand do you have? Arising China is an incredibly positive development for not only China, but the United States and the rest of the world. Rising China is a positive, positive development. It is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. We want to see China rise. China is a great nation, and we should hope for the continued expansion. China is not our enemy. We talk about China as our competitor. We should be helping. The idea that China is going to eat our lunch is bizarre. The idea that they are our competition, they're going to beat us, is bizarre. China is going to eat our lunch? Come on, man. They're not bad folks, folks. China's not a problem. Allowing China into the World Trade Organization, which you supported, extending most favored nation status to China, which you supported, that those steps allow China to take advantage of the United States by using our own open trade deals against us. No, Do you think in retrospect that you were naive about China? No. Today, we're finally ending the NAFTA nightmare and signing into law the brand new U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Very special. Listen, it's hard to overstate the importance of the USMCA. Uh, this is the single biggest bipartisan legislative victory for this president and this administration. It is a huge deal. Wage growth is better than it has been since 2009. That means it is better than it has been for seven out of eight of the years that Obama was president. The new USMCA has powerful protections to keep auto manufacturing jobs. Since the election, we've created 41,000 brand new motor vehicle and parts jobs. But doesn't he deserve some credit for that? It's better. The USMCA is better than NAFTA. It is better than NAFTA. I never said I oppose fracking. You said it on I, tape. I did show the tape. Put it on your website. I'll put it on. Put it on the website. Wait, let's watch the compilation about China and Biden since you guys can't see the video because, you know, they don't want to show that, right? They don't want to show anything. So here we go. China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man. We want to see China rise. It is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. They're not bad folks, folks. But guess what? They're not a they're, they're not, not they're competition for us. A rising China can be a significant asset for the region and the world, and selfishly for the United States. 
want China to grow. What are we, what are we worried about? Would there be any place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would, we would, we would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. I guarantee we're going to end fossil fuel. No more, no new fracking. I'd gradually move away from fracking. And I think it's critically important on day one that we end any fossil fuel leases on public lands. But what about, say, stopping fracking and stopping pipeline infrastructure and... They want to do the same thing I want to do. They want to phase out fossil fuels and we're going to phase out fossil fuels. There's no question I'm in favor of banning fracking. I have one final question. Would you close down the oil industry? Would you close down the oil industry? By the way, I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I would transition. It is a big statement. In terms of business, that's the biggest statement. Because basically what you're saying is he is going to destroy the oil industry. Will you remember that, Texas? Will you remember that, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma? So, will you remember that Pennsylvania place? By the way, who has gone, who has voted here so far? Oh, that's good. Because, you know, Pennsylvania is a very late voting state, which I like, actually. For obvious reasons, I like that. So that's also, okay, who has not voted yet? Who doesn't intend to vote? Who's not going to vote? Oh, you better say that. You'd be in big trouble in this crowd. So who is going to vote for Trump? See, that's why I brought all that expensive equipment, because it's easier than me saying it, right? Uh, No, it's great. That's something brand new, just a couple of days, and we only bring it to certain locations, okay? And even though we got shut out of our main by your governor, that governor... But we brought it here. But isn't that very descriptive? Isn't that better than me telling you he said this and he said that? Yeah, there it is. He also said, by the way, he's going to cut your Social Security. You saw that yesterday, right? In 2016, Pennsylvania voted to fire this corrupt political establishment. And you elected an outsider as your president who is finally putting America first. America first. With your vote, we will continue to fight the American. Look, we're going to fight. We are going to ready. We are going to fight for the American workers, and we're going to lower drug prices, support your police. We're going to support your police. We're going to protect your Second Amendment, which is totally under siege, but don't worry about it. As long as I'm your president, you don't have to worry about your Second Amendment. Look at what I've done so far. It's been under siege, I can tell you that. We're going to defend our borders. They don't want to have borders. They want to have open borders. You know, the wall is almost complete, right? They want to have, and we have the strongest border we've ever had. Right now, they want to have open borders. And if you have open borders, you don't have a country. 
You don't have borders, you don't have a country. Almost finished. Very shortly, it's going to be finished. We just hit 400 miles of water. That's a lot. And this is a wall that's exactly what Border Patrol and all of the law enforcement people wanted. We built them. I said, you know, could you take it easy? This is getting a little expensive. Loaded up. It's loaded up with equipment and wires and everything else, in addition to the wall. Because as you know, the Democrats say, walls are obsolete, right? I said, no. Walls and wheels will never be obsolete. Walls and wheels. Everything else is going to be obsolete. And sure, we want to ensure that more products are proudly stamped with the phrase, a beautiful phrase, made in the USA, right? Made in the USA. We are going to deliver record prosperity, epic job growth. We're doing it already. 11.4 million jobs over the last few months. There's never been a time in our history where we put that many people to work that quickly. Groundbreaking therapies and safe vaccines that quickly end the pandemic. It's ending anyway. We're rounding the turn. It's ending anyway. But the vaccines are going to be incredible. They'll be very quick. If somebody else were president, you'd get a vaccine in about four years from now. Normal life. That's what we want, right? Normal life. We want normal life. We just want normal life. It's happening very quickly. And next year will be the greatest economic year in the history of our country. I gave working families record-setting tax cuts, biggest tax cut in the history of this country. And this guy's running on tax increases. I never saw it. I said it yesterday where I was with a great group. I was in New Hampshire. We should do very well there, unless you watch television. He will not win. Then you get polls, like, you're leaving. And I say, why do they keep saying that? Because you know what they are? They're suppression polls. They make you depressed. And by being depressed, you say, darling, we really like our president a lot, but let's just go have dinner and then we'll come home. And we'll come home early and watch the results. And that didn't happen four years ago. You said, darling, he may not win based on television, but let's go vote anyway. And then they had, in probably the most exciting evening, maybe in the history of television, right? Sure beats any sporting contest. Even ESPN admitted that. There's never been anything like this. Then you went, Donald Trump has won the state of Florida, right? Remember? And they said, Donald Trump has just won the state of Ohio. So, you know, with Ohio, we went, I mean, we went for a year. You have to win Ohio. You cannot win unless you win Ohio. And they go, Donald Trump has just won the state of Ohio. But here was the problem. One by eight points. This was not like, that was like the biggest victory. They couldn't believe it. And they said, there's something going on here, but I'm sure this is just... Remember with the hand, John King, the hand shaking. Hand started getting a little shaky. No, it got a little bit shaky. And then we won North Carolina. We won, excuse me, a place called Pennsylvania. There is no way, beginning of the evening, there is no way for Donald Trump to get to 270, right? And they were right. I got to 306. 306 to 223. 306 to 223. That was a...
It was... <laughs> that was some evening, and you know what? I'll tell you what. I hate to say it, and I never thought I'd say it, because what happened there was legendary. This is a more important... This is going to be the most important election in our country's history. So get out and vote. In my second term, I will cut middle-class taxes even more. We have a big tax cut. And Sleepy Joe Biden has pledged the biggest tax hike in history. Did anybody see 60 Minutes last night? Did anybody see 60 Minutes? Which is a total joke of a show, but you saw I released the thing early, so they got the full. But it was okay. But did you see his performance on that show? The only thing almost as bad was Kamala with the laugh. Ha ah, ha, that's so funny. Ha ah, ha ha. She kept laughing. I said, is there something wrong with her too? She will not be the first woman president. You can't let that happen. Can't let that happen. No, I said, is there something wrong with her? She kept laughing at, at very, you know, serious questions. But how about this? Mike was great. But how about this? They asked me, she says, are you ready for tough questions? I thought she was kidding, you know, because how do you say? I said, just treat me fair. No, no, no. This is tough questions. And I said, they do. And I said, let's see what you have. And it was just question, question, kill. Go, always going for the kill. She's, she's a Zippo, but always going for the kill. And then did you see the interview with him? Oh, it was so soft. They're trying to protect. They try so hard. That's right. You saw the other day, he's walking out with ice cream. Huh? Mr. Vice President, what flavor is it? Uh, it's, I think it's vanilla and chocolate. I said, I don't get questions like that, right? Now, Pennsylvania gets it. By the way, we win Pennsylvania, we win the whole thing. You got to get out there. Big deal, right, Congressman? This election is a choice between a Trump super recovery. We're having a super V, it's called. Nobody even thought. We are doing numbers. And wait till you see that number on GDP. I don't know what it is. The Fed said it may be a 35% increase in GDP. The Atlanta Fed. They came out last week. You saw that? I'll take 25% right now. I'll take 15 right now. I think the record was like seven or eight, but they said it could be 35%. You see car sales through to the roof, housing starts through the roof. There's great things going on, but a tax increase by Biden, all the things he wants to do, regulations, he wants to put back all the regulations, which were terrible. It would take 20 years to get a highway approved, 20 years. A job killer is right. It's a job killer. So you'd have that against a Biden Depression. Let me tell you, if he gets in with what he wants to do, you will have a depression the likes of which we've never seen in this country outside of perhaps 1929. It's a choice between a Trump boom or a Biden lockdown. He wants to lock down the country again. No, we understand the disease. Well, you guys, I don't even talk to you. You're already locked down. Are you going to ever open up? Congressman, are you going to get this guy, this clown, to open it up? Wolf? Make sure he can't get a sight. Make sure when the president comes into Pennsylvania, make sure he can't get a sight. He cannot get a sight. I don't want him here. We had one, 
They shut it down. We had two, they had three. But I like this place. This is quite intimate. My guys did a good job at about four hours notice. They like, no, but think of it. Think of it, though. I said it before. So he doesn't want us to have a site. Now, freedom of speech, right? Doesn't want us to have a site. But this is the guy that's counting our ballots? Doesn't work. It doesn't work. So be very vigilant and watch. Be poll watchers. Watch. Did you see where they fought us because they didn't want poll watchers? They took us to court. And we had a bad decision. We had a judge. It's judge. So we'll appeal it. But this judge, this judge, obviously, I won't, I won't get too into that. But he said, no, you can't have poll watchers. So he's saying we can't even watch as they count the ballots. But we're going to appeal it and we'll end up winning. We'll end up winning. Can you believe it? We can't have poll watchers, the judge said. They fought us on that. They didn't want people watching them count. Who ever heard of a thing like this? Before I came along, nobody would have sued. That's why Romney got almost zero. You know, when he, Romney in Philadelphia, remember he got, he got almost zero votes. How do you get zero votes in the city? But we watch and we'll sue and we'll keep doing it. And we'll keep having law enforcement right alongside of us. If Joe Biden and his Democrat socialists are elected, they will delay the vaccine, delay therapies, prolong the pandemic, close your schools. Your schools have to open and shut down our country. Guy doesn't have a clue. This guy doesn't have a clue. Have you seen what this, I mean, he, we can't play with the country. The only thing I can tell you for sure, President Xi from China, President Putin from Russia, Kim Jong-un, North Korea, and I could name 40 others, they're sharp as a tack. They don't want to deal with Sleepy Joe. One of them said to me, one of the leaders said, well, I hope you win because we don't want to deal with somebody that sleeps all the time. Do you believe that? No, he just announced the lid. He announced another lid. You know, and he's not, you know, somebody could say, oh, this is brilliant. It's prevent defense. First of all, did you ever see prevent defense? It always loses. A team shuts down the other team for three and a half quarters. They're leading by six. Then they go prevent defense. They lose all the time, right? Two touchdowns scored on them. They shut a team down for the whole game. Then they go, let's go prevent. Well, I don't know if he's doing that. I don't think so. I think he's doing it because he can't answer questions. Really. When these clowns back here, bad, corrupt people, when they ask him questions, he cannot answer the simplest question. How about where they gave him questions on a teleprompter? They said, here are the questions, and they wrote out the answers to him, and he's responding. Can you imagine I have the press here? Sir, what about this? What about that? What about... I won't tell you some of the tough ones because there are, some, there are some questions that never work out well, no matter how you answer them. They can make whatever, you know, they'll take the answer that could be perfect and they'll make. So they'll ask a question and they says, let's see. Oh, well, that means they gave them the questions. Who ever heard of this before? And then the way the, the tech fakers close section 230, anybody? They closed down because the government gave them special protection. The way they closed down anybody, they banned the New York Post from being on. Can you believe it? The New York Post, fourth largest. Bank. No, it's amazing. In an interview that aired last night, Biden said he opposes letting young Americans resume their lives. 
even though most are at extremely low risk. 99.99. Now, as an example, I had it, and here I am. But my wife had it. First lady had it. But the legendary Baron Trump had it. They say, sir, your son Baron tested positive. I said, oh, that's terrible. Like 14 minutes later, how's Baron? Oh, he's better. He's fun. Because they're stronger than us. They have an immune system. I don't know what the hell it is, but how's he doing? 15 minutes. Later, how's he doing? He's fine, sir. He's fine. Baron, are you feeling okay? I, nothing wrong with me, Dad. I think he had the sniffles. Barely. 99.98% of those under the age 50 fully recover, but, but Sleepy Joe wants to keep the whole country locked down, keep them in their homes while letting rioters and looters run wild. You know, we call these protests, this is not a meeting, we call them protests, you know why? Because the only thing you can do in Pennsylvania is a protest. You can't go to church, you can't pray to your God, you can't be with your pastors, your priests, your rabbis. You can't be none of that. You can't do anything. You can't go shopping. You can't open your stores. But if you want to protest and burn the hell out of your city, no problem. You can do that. So when I was told a couple of months ago about Pennsylvania and others, Minnesota, we're going to win, too. You know, we're going to win Minnesota because we saved Minneapolis. I sent in the National Guard. It took about a half an hour. But we're going to win that. But when you think about it, you can't do anything. And then they have this little clause, unless you're protesting. I said, good. So these are no longer rallies. They are friendly protests. When the China virus arrived, we moved heaven and earth to fight the disease. We banned travel from China and Europe. Sleepy Joe didn't want to. He said, oh, you shouldn't do that. You're xenophobic, right? He called me racist, dude. He called me everything. That was in January. Two months later, he still thought he was right. And then he had to apologize. And then he, then he runs, and then he said, Trump should have done it earlier. Except he would not think of it. How does he get out of that one? And the fake news doesn't want to report that. So in January, I wanted to do it. But in March, he thought, I should have never done it. Same with Pelosi. She was dancing in the streets. Nancy Pelosi. Crazy Nancy. Crazy. She's crazy as a bedbug. How about when she went to the beauty parlor and the woman that owned the beauty parlor is a Trump supporter? Can you believe it? Crazy Nancy. Ah, oh, what a group. We have a good chance of taking back the house, I'll tell you. We have a good chance. Because she's, because she's crazy. We airlifted medical supplies, built hospitals from scratch, slashed red tape, pioneered groundbreaking therapies. I wish Cuomo in New York would have used the convention center for seniors. You know, if Cuomo would have used the convention center for seniors and the big ship, you know, we sent the big hospital ship in, sitting there practically empty all the time. He, if he would have used the ship and if he would have used the convention center for seniors, we would have had no, you would have had no problem there. We reduced the fatality rate 85%. Think of that. That's because of what we've come up with over the last little while. As, as I said before, here I am, right? And saved over 2 million American lives. 
So when this first came, people were projecting that it could be as bad as 2.2 million, right? I think we say by shutting down, by doing what we did, by learning the disease, and now we have therapies, therapeutics, we have all of the different things, so vaccines come. I really think we saved 2 million lives. We get, they never say that. The fake news will never say that. And we will deliver 100 million doses of a safe vaccine before the end of the year. Seniors will be first in line for the vaccine because they're the most vulnerable, as you know. We learned that. We must take the virus seriously. We must keep our people safe, but we must not give in to panic and fear. They want me to say, everybody, everybody, oh, please. We don't want to do that. Oh, happy birthday, darling. <laughs> Most importantly, we're protecting the elderly and those with underlying conditions with extreme vigilance. This has been my top priority from the beginning. So we understand this horrible disease sent by China, came over by China. Remember that. Don't forget that, please. I will break through every op. Oh, do they want Sleepy Joe to win? Does China want Sleepy Joe to win? They own him. They own Sleepy Joe. Did you see his email where they want $10 million a year, a year for introductory purposes? You know who they're going to introduce him to, Sleepy Joe? So the son never made 10 cents. All of a sudden, Biden becomes vice president. And now he's making millions of dollars a year. Unbelievable. And Biden had got, and Biden got a lot of it. Look, he got 10%, right? It went to the big man. I don't consider him a big man, but it went to the big man, 10%. And the press doesn't want to talk about it. Doesn't want to. But we won't rest until we eradicate this disease once and for all. It'll, I'm telling you, it's happening. We will vanquish the virus. We will overcome the pandemic. And we will emerge better, stronger, and more unified than ever. And by the way, there are people who want to get out, and there are people that feel more comfortable staying at home. That's okay, stay. Don't feel that. Stay. It's okay. But if Biden and the Democrat socialists are elected, they will raise your taxes to a level that you've never seen before. Quadruple. He's the only candidate in history whose primary platform is, I will raise your taxes. Can you believe this? I'm running against this. I am running against the worst candidate in the history of presidential politics. I am, I really believe that. And think of it, think of it. And I have to be very careful the way I say this, you know why? If I say, if I lose, they go back. We have breaking news, President Trump thinks he's going to lose. They did it once before. You know, I told the same little anecdote and they go back and they'll say, President Trump thinks he's going to lose. Just I have to be very careful. But can you imagine, can you even imagine losing to a guy like this? Actually, I wish he was a good and even a great candidate, because if something happened, you feel a little better. But, but could you imagine? He can't remember my name. Now, I, I'm not that big of an ego guy. He should be here, but you know, I'm the candidate like that's good candidate and I happen to be president. He could not remember my name yesterday. This is what you're putting in office. I don't think he's going to make it. I don't think he's going to make it. Ladies and gentlemen, the Vice President Biden will be doing a lid today. No, I hear he's doing the lid till Thursday. Hey, media, is it till Thursday he's doing the lid? Thursday. 
In other words, he's taken 40% of his campaign. He's going to lead. I don't know. I don't know. Look, you know what? You could run. See this beautiful, whatever the hell it's made out of plastic. Right? See this beautiful thing? You could run that. You got the Democrats. You got the fake news media as their partner. And you have big tech. They're all partners. And then you have the rhinos. You have the rhinos. You have the bad Republicans. You have the sicko rhinos, right? That I've beaten so badly over the years. You know the rhinos, the people that do the ads and stuff? Every one of those guys just about I've beaten because they all represented a client in the primaries. And instead of saying, hey, he did a good job. He's a smart guy. He did a great job. They said, let's go against them. But every one of those guys, take a look, real garbage, not smart people. But he wants to terminate religious liberty, destroy the suburbs. He'll destroy. I am saving the suburbs. I'm getting rid of a regulation. I'm getting rid of a regulation that will move a project next to your beautiful house. Congratulations. Do you like having a nice project next to your house? I don't think so. And with it comes plenty of crime. That's why they keep saying, we don't know. We think he's not doing well with suburban women. I think I'm doing great with suburban women. I am saving the suburbs. I'm saving the suburbs. How can I do badly? Look, here's what I know about suburban women. First of all, they're great. They love our country. But here's what I know. They want two things. They want to leave their house alone. They don't want a five-story project next to them, or could be higher. They want to leave their house alone, very important. And you know what else? They want security, okay? They don't want to have Antifa and anarchists running through this race, okay? So if they agree with what I just said, I have a feeling they're going to be voting for Trump. It was the same time last time. Remember, they said he will not get the women's vote. He will not get the women's vote. And then at the end of the evening, you remember how great I did? Right? One of my best group, women. So I said, am I that bad? Am I that bad? He will not receive the women's vote. You know, Jim, this should be over very quickly. Uh, Donald Trump at that time, it was just Donald, no president. Donald Trump will not be able to get the women's vote. At the end of the evening, they said, man, did he do well with the women's vote. What the hell happened? Right? <laughs> so true. And then Biden's going to pack the Supreme Court with radical justices who will shred your Second Amendment and pro-life and so many other things. He will shred it to defend our God-given freedoms. How do you like Amy, by the way? Isn't Amy great? I nominated Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court of the United States. And tonight she will be confirmed by the Senate become the newest member of the Supreme Court. It's a big deal. He wants to pack the court, maybe 16, maybe 18, maybe 20. Why don't you put a couple of hundred people in there? He wants to pack up the court with radical left judges. And I've been saying, I'd go a step further. I have a list, 45 great people, great people. They believe in a thing called the Constitution, you know, little things like that. He's got to tell us who he might put on because you can't vote for him unless you know, because you can't have radical left judges who are looking to destroy our country. This election day, the people of Pennsylvania must stop 
the anti-American radicals delivering Joe Biden in the far left. You have to do this, a thundering defeat. You have to deliver them a thundering, beautiful, big, solid defeat. You better get out there and vote. You know, when I saw the few hands of the people that voted, that's in Pennsylvania, for some reason, you always vote very late. I guess you're like me. You feel like voting in a booth, pressing a little button, right? Having somebody check to see that it really is you. There's, there is something nice about it, right? But no, but Pennsylvania, I think more than any other place, they want to vote late. So I'm, I'm really happy to see this because you know what? A lot's been learned in the last few days. The debate learned a lot. We learned a lot about fracking, about energy, about the fact that he's not all there. No, we, that debate was important. It had a lot like Super Bowl type ratings, right? I'm glad they didn't tell me that before I went on stage. But that debate was great and we learned. Other things we learned when this Savannah Guthrie, who is just terrible. No, she was, she was coming out of her chair as she was asking. She was, she was, she was crazed. She was crazed. And I did a nice job. Savannah, take it easy. Just relax. Just relax. Don't let the hatred show. But we learned a lot. You learned a lot. And I'm glad you're getting ready to vote. And we've got to blow them out. This is the whole ball game. We got to blow them out. And maybe above all else, Joe Biden, as you know, is a corrupt politician. They've known that for a long time. Now, they'll never put that on air. They will say, cut the cameras. He called Joe Biden corrupt. Cut, cut, cut. We have to protect Joe. You know, they have big benefits with Joe. If Joe gets in, they get a lot of benefits that they won't get with me. He wants to destroy your energy jobs in Pennsylvania while his own son collected $183 a month. $183,000 a month. So Hunter has no energy experience. He has no job. He has no income. His father becomes vice president. And here's just a few of the things he gets. $183,000 a month. Would anybody like that job? for a very bad type reputation, big energy company from Ukraine, right? He gets three and a half million dollars from Russia from the wife of the mayor of Moscow. Three and a half million dollars. What the hell did he do for that? He had no income, no job, no nothing. And then come the beauties. He got 1.5 billion to manage because he's a great manager of money. He had no job, no money, no nothing. $1.5 billion to manage, which is millions and millions of dollars from China. I said to a friend of mine, the biggest on Wall Street, very smart guy, I said, is that possible to get that? He said, it's not possible for my firm to get it. He got one and took him approximately 10 minutes of dealing with the Chinese. And then they were going for the big one, $10 million a year for introductory purposes. And when I say it, they go, but you have no proof. No, we do. We have stuff all over. But then they have a new excuse. A new excuse. Russia. It was Russia. Right. Here we go again. Three years did it. Adam Schiff, the watermelon head, right? <laughs> Upon information and belief. I believe that the laptop from hell was created by Russia. Uh, I'll tell you, boy, some of these foreign countries, they must think, they
They must think, shifty shift, they must think we are nuts. Think of it. After going through all that, no collusion. They spent $48 million, no collusion, by people that hated me. If they had a stamp that had an R on it, they would have said it's collusion. Smart people, 18 crazy Democrats that were smart, vicious, violent, no collusion. 48 million they spent. And now we hear about the laptop, the laptop from hell that he brought in to be fixed. He forgot to, that was a very expensive, that was a very expensive repair job. He didn't pick it up. By the time he picked it up, it was too late. But here's the thing. And they say it's Russia, Russia, Russia. I hope ever, does anybody here believe it was Russia? You know who doesn't believe it even more than you is the fake news media, but they'll write it all the time. It's a con job. It was the greatest crime in the history of our country. And this could be the second. We caught them spying on my campaign. It was a treasonous act. And we caught them. We have them. Let's see what happens. You know, we have very nice people. We have very nice people. They don't want to do anything before the election. Very nice. Very nice people. It's okay to do it to me, but it's not okay to do it to other people. If Biden wins, China wins, and if China has anything to do with this whole deal, if he wins, let me tell you, China will own the United States of America. They will own it. When we win, you win, Pennsylvania wins, and America wins. We're going to have a big victory. I don't think China likes me too much. You know, I've charged them tens of billions of dollars, billions and billions of dollars in, in uh, taxes and in all sorts of things, tariffs. And I gave $28 billion to the farmers. There aren't a lot of farmers here, I guess, right? Are you a farmer? Did you get a check? He's a farmer. I got one farmer here. But no, but I gave it to the farmers because they were targeted by China. $28 billion, two years, 12 and 16. $28 billion I gave to our farmers because they were targeted. Nobody else would do that. What you would like is I charged a big tax on the dumped steel, right? They were dumping steel all over the place, destroying your steel companies. I put a 25% tariff on that, and your steel companies started doing well again. It was very nice. Sleepy Joe won't do that. In fact, Sleepy Joe said, you know, we made a very good deal with China. Unfortunately, the ink wasn't dry before the plague came in. But I never took the tariffs off. Nobody understands that. Never took it off. I wouldn't take those tariffs off. Sleepy Joe said, one of the first things I do is take the tariffs off. Oh, do you think China would like to see him get in? Boy, oh boy. They, uh, they would love to see it. If I don't sound like a typical Washington politician, it's because I'm not a politician. If I don't always play by the rules of the Washington establishment, it's because I was elected to fight for you harder than anyone ever before. So we have a couple of warriors here. They're great people. They're congressmen. And man, did they fight for me. Congressman Dan Muser. Dan, thank you very much, Dan. A former congressman, I'm sure you never heard of him. His name is Lou Barletta. And Lou Barletta is strongly against taking the statues of Christopher Columbus down. Right? Would you say that's right? Lou's not a big fan of that, right? And congressional candidate who is supposed to be fantastic and a star, Lisa Scheller. 
Good. That's great, Lisa. And somebody who's done a fantastic job, campaign chair, Bernie Comfort. Bernie, Bernie. Hey, Bernie, how are we doing? Looks good, looks good, looks very good. Harder to judge because, you know, you went so late, but it's looking good. The places where they're casting and where they're casting their vote, that's not any more polling, you sort of know. They, they are really looking good. Bernie, you gotta win. You don't win, I'll fire you so fast, you have no idea. <laughs> I especially wanna recognize the incredible truckers for Trump who are here tonight, truckers. The truckers for Trump, they're incredible people, actually. I don't know how they do it. Those are long hours driving down those highways, huh? That's long. That's got to be. And we got them some pretty good legislation that other people wouldn't get them because they just don't do those things. But we got them some pretty good legislation. So thank you very much, fellas. We appreciate it. And the women and the men. Under my leadership, we achieved the most secure border in United States history. My opponent's insane immigration plan would eliminate U.S. borders entirely by implementing nationwide catch and release. They want to have catch. You know what catch and release is? You catch them. They're a murderer. They're a rapist. And you release them. You know where you release them? Into our country. Then Biden at the debate, he said, no, no, it's OK, because they come back. Before. Nobody comes back. They don't come back. They don't know. I ended catch and release. I didn't like catching a murderer and releasing him. No, that wasn't. We keep them out. We're keeping them out. You can come into our country, but you have to come in legally and you have to come in through merit. His plan would also make every community into a sanctuary city for violent criminals. Somebody like your governor, Tom Wolf, would probably love it. You got to speak to him about this. You can't do this kind of stuff. Call freedom of speech, right? The Biden-Harris plan would also increase refugees coming into our country by more than 700%. It would be the highest level anywhere in the world. That's, that's Bernie. That's crazy Bernie. They pledge to terminate all national security travel bans, opening the floodgates to radical Islamic terrorism. No, thank you. If you don't mind, Joe, no, thank you. You saw what happened a few days ago in Paris, right? You saw that horrible attack. I'm keeping the terrorists, jihadists, and violent extremists the hell out of our country. Is that okay? Do the truckers agree? Do the truckers agree? I think so. I think that I think I have the truckers vote. That's nice. Truck. By the way, nice trucks. You think I could hop into one of them and drive it away? I'd love to know. just drive the hell out of here. Just get the hell out of this. I had such a good life. My life was great. And then I said, let's do this, darling. This will be a lot of fun. But you know what? I'm so happy with it because nobody has ever done so much in the first three and a half years. No administration. We invested 2.5 trillion with T, trillion dollars. See, now Biden would say 2.5 million, 2.5 thousand. 
Thank you. And I love you too. Thank you. I guess why I guess that's why we're all doing it together, right? When you get right down to it. We have a great country. We have to save our country. Most important election. But we invested $2.5 trillion in the US military. And we saved a thing called the Philadelphia Shipyard. Have you ever heard of it? We saved it. Anybody work there? We saved the Philadelphia Shipyard. We didn't want to lose it. We also passed VA choice and VA accountability. Nobody said it was possible for the vets. And we just got a 91% approval rating from the vets, the highest ever. Remember, oh, for years, you'd always see vet stories, how badly they were treated. Now you go see a doctor, we pay the bill, if you can't, because we have great doctors there, actually. But a lot of times it would take weeks before you could see a doctor. Now you go to a private doctor, we pay the bill. Nobody thought we could do that. Exactly one year ago today, we killed the leader of ISIS, al-Baghdadi. And we took out the world's number one terrorist, Salabani is dead. And we took 100% of the ISIS caliphate. You know that, 100%. I withdrew from the last administration's disastrous Iran nuclear deal. One of the worst, stupidest deals. This was John Kerry, who liked to go bicycle riding, remember? That's the only thing that stopped him from finishing the deal sooner. So... They paid $150 billion, $1.8 billion in green, in cash, for nothing. For an agreement that expires very shortly if we didn't terminate it. You know, time flies, right? For a short-term agreement, they gave them $150 billion. The first call I get when we win will be from the head of Iran. Let's make a deal. Their economy is crashing. It's crashing. They will call, and I want them to do well, but they cannot have a nuclear weapon if it's okay with you. If it's okay with you, they cannot have a nuclear weapon. Do we agree with that, Congressman? But we want them to do well. But it'll be the first call. I said, we don't want to negotiate. They got to see what happens because they dream also. China dreams. Every country's dreaming about it, Germany. You know, there was a poll that Barack Hussein Obama is more popular in Germany than I am. But I agree with that. If I win those polls, then I'm not doing my job, right? You know, when you think about it. No, they rip us. Everybody rips us. I recognize the true capital of Israel and opened the American embassy in Jerusalem. That was promised for decades and decades by every single president running for office promised that, and nobody did it but me. Instead of never, right? I mean, I'm the only one. Instead of never-ending wars, we are forging peace in the Middle East. Three countries, and they're lined up. They're lined up. So beautiful to see. No blood in the sand. Much less expensive. Now we just got yesterday Sudan. You saw that. Got Bahrain, UAE. Now, great. They're lined up. They're all set. You know what? They're tired. They're tired of fighting all the time. Fight. They're tired. We're bringing our soldiers back from Afghanistan. All coming back. Many have already come back. A vote for Republicans, 19 years is enough. Do you agree? 19. A vote for Republicans is a vote for safe communities, great jobs, and the American dream. A vote for the American dream. And in conclusion, I hate to leave you, but in conclusion, over the next four years, 
We will make America into the manufacturing superpower of the world. And we will end our reliance on China once and for all. It's already happening. We will hire more police, increase penalties for assaults on law enforcement, and we will ban deadly sanctuary cities. We will uphold religious liberty, free speech, and the right to keep and bear arms. Second Amendment. We will maintain America's unrivaled military might. We've never had, I said, 2.5 trillion. We have the greatest tanks and rockets and missiles and jets, F-35, Superstell, and tankers and submarines. And our nuclear weapons are now tippy-top. And hope to God, you never have to use them. But we are the envy of the world. We are the envy of the world, Russia, China, North Korea, no matter where you go, our weapons are the envy of the world. Hope to God we never have to use it. But we will ensure peace through strength. We will maintain American energy independence. We're independent. Can you believe that? We have energy independence, first time. We will end surprise medical billing require price transparency, already signed, ready to go January 1st, lower drug prices even more. We have favored nations. We get the lowest in the world. Now, we're the highest. We go down to the lowest. The drug companies don't exactly love me too much. Big Pharma. They are doing more commercials than me than Biden times five. And we will always protect patients with pre-existing conditions. We will stop the radical indoctrination of our students and restore patriotic education to our schools. We will teach our children to love our country, honor our history, and always respect our great American flag. And we will live by the timeless words of our national motto, in God we trust. In God we trust. You know, they wanted to take the word God out of their Pledge of Allegiance. You saw that. And I watched and I said, oh, they must have made a typo. Uh, they didn't have in God. They didn't have God. They took the word God out. I said, must. And then when I watched it a second time, same thing happened. I said, this is serious. And then our country got very angry, and it was incredible how quickly God got put back into, right? Got put back. Pledge of Allegiance. Thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. For years, you had a president who apologized for America. Now you have a president who is standing up for America and standing up for Pennsylvania. You know, a man named Byron York, he's a great writer. I find him to be a great writer. They know him very well. He did an article today. They were saying, who's going to win? He said, I don't know. But you have these incredible rallies. And I'm not just talking about Trump rallies that just form car rallies vote rallies, or they just form without, by the way, trucker rallies, they have trucker rallies. And it was very interesting, he said, and it's true, they're organic, they just 
happened. They had a big one. They had a big one yesterday on Long Island. They had a big one in New York City. And he said, it's very interesting. You had a big one here, yeah? No, he said, uh, yeah, I don't know. He said, he said, you better be careful. You better be careful because he's never seen anything like it. And I'm not even talking about the rallies that we do. I'm talking about these are rallies in Iowa. They had thousands of tractors. They had tractors. The boat rallies are incredible. For the last four years, you have seen me fight for you. And now I am relying on you to deliver another historic victory for our country. On November 3rd, we must finish the job and drain the swamp once and for all. We did it. But nobody told me the swamp was that deep and that dirty and that vicious. You get impeached for a perfect phone call. They impeach you for a perfect, perfect phone call. And by the way, they had the laptop, as I call it, the laptop from hell. And based on that laptop, they should have never impeached, right? But they didn't want to reveal a little thing like that. No, it was great. And we had great loyalty from the Republican Party. Great, great loyalty. It was really great. Get your friends, get your family, get your neighbors, and get your coworkers, and get the hell out to vote, please. You know what? It's going to be all over the country, not just in Pennsylvania. Well, it's going to be a great red wave. They're already talking about it. Boom. And it's going to be a lot bigger than people understand. And that's what Byron was talking about. He said, you know, I don't know. There's never been, there's never been anything. There have never been rallies like this. There have never, we were in Ohio. We were in Wisconsin. Yesterday, we were in uh, New Hampshire. It was, I'm telling you, you had to see the biggest rallies anyone's ever seen. And they go quickly. You know, we give like 24 hours notice, press a button. We're going to be, we're going to be in New Hampshire. We're going to be in Ohio, Wisconsin. We're going to be someplace and boom, you have tens of thousands of people. There's never been that before. You know, Sleepy Joe goes out, there's like four people show. They have no people. They can't even fill up the circles, you know, the circles. And Barack Hussein Obama went out over the last three, four days. He's drawing flies, flies. No, nobody's going. Obama's out and they will never show it. You know, they, they don't turn. See here, they never show the extent of it. They have the opposite. They never show it. They should show it because nobody is showing up to watch Barack Hussein Obama. See the red lights? See those red lights? All those red lights. I mean, you're on live. Are you ready? Oh, they just turned them off because I was insulting. Look, they just went off. Can you believe it? You know, they're tormented. The fake news. They're tormented. In one way, in one way, they have to have it on because it's ratings. It's big, big, beautiful ratings. In another way, CNN hates when I say CNN is fake, corrupt news. They hate it. So you'll see it go on and off a little bit. No, they just went off. Did you see that? Boom. Anytime I start talking, they sort of say, no, let's go to a commercial break now, please. No, they're tormented because they want the ratings. Without it, they get terrible ratings. They want the ratings. They're fantastic ratings. But at the same time, they don't want to be talked about in a bad manner, right? But you have to talk about them because they're corrupt. They have to report the news. They are the enemy of the people. They really are. They're the enemy of the people. For generations, America's destiny was made in Fords and won in places like 
Bethlehem and Bristol, Scranton. And by the way, he has nothing to do with Scranton. Altoona, Easton, and Allentown. They were tough American men and strong American women who gave their heart, sweat, and soul for their families, their country, and for freedom. We stand on the shoulders of the Pennsylvania patriots who fought the battles, mined the coal, worked the assembly lines, loaded the rail cars, poured the steel that built the middle class. It built the middle class. Raised up our great skyscrapers, laid down the battleships, won two world wars, defeated fascism and communism, and made America into the single greatest nation in the history of the world, and the best is yet to come. Right? Proud citizens like you help build this country, and together we are taking back our country. We are returning power to you, the American people. With your help, your devotion, and your drive, we are going to keep on working. We are going to keep on fighting. And we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together with the incredible people of Pennsylvania, we have made America powerful again, our military, our military. We have made America wealthy again, our stock market. Your 401ks, let's keep them up there. Don't throw them away in two years and you'll say, huh, the president told, the previous president told me that was gonna happen. I don't think that's gonna happen. Your 401ks are hitting records. Does anybody have a 401k? We have made America strong again. We have made America proud again. We have made America safe again, and we will make America great again. Thank you, Pennsylvania. Go and vote. Thank you. All right. That was an amazing uh, rally, don't you think? I loved him. He was so on point. I simply adored everything he had to say. We're eight days out, you guys. And he's right. I love the way he says Barack Hussein Obama. It is very important that we remember exactly what's going on. Now, why do I say that? See, a lot of people uh, give people a lot of flack when they're talking about, you know, radical Islamic terrorism. And, you know, now in Europe, we're seeing a lot, a lot of stuff going on. So Macron has just recalled his ambassador from Turkey because Erdogan called him an Islamophobe. And not only that, Pakistan jumped in on it, too. See, it's heating up. Like I told you, Pakistan would be taking uh, Turkey slack. Take a listen. Declared war on Islamist separatism in France in defense of the country's secular values. Turkey's president launched an unbridled attack on the French president in response on Saturday. Macron needs mental treatment. What else can be said about a head of state who does not understand freedom of belief 
and who behaves in this way towards millions of people living in his country who are members of a different faith. Within hours, Macron's office reacted to Erdogan's statements. President Erdogan's comments are unacceptable. Outrage and insult are not a method. In addition, France recalled its ambassador to Turkey for consultations. The French presidency pointed out that Erdogan did not offer condolences following the beheading of teacher Samuel Paty outside his school in a Paris suburb last week. In a class on the subject of free speech, Paty had shown students depictions of the Prophet Muhammad, something that is strictly forbidden by Islam. Despite warning students about the images, Paty's class sparked an angry backlash. French judicial authorities are investigating the killing as an Islamist terror attack that sought to avenge the teacher's use of the images. Earlier this week, French Interior Minister Gérald Darmanin stated that in being targeted in such a way, Patty had had a fatwa launched against him. Calls to boycott French goods are growing in the Arab world and beyond, while Jordan's foreign ministry condemned the publication of caricatures of the Prophet Muhammad, though did not directly criticise Macron. Hold on a second. So... Uh... A jihad was declared on an individual for showing the caricatures of the Prophet Muhammad. And the person was beheaded. And no one said a word about it. It wasn't even on the news. I mean, Islamophobia, right? So here we are where, you know, th there was no apologies. This should never happen in the Western world. This shouldn't be happening. And it's not about Islamophobia. It's about facts. And facts are radical Islamic terrorism is a big problem. Now, here is what Erdogan said. Now, I want you to think, would you call your prime minister of someone, uh, your uh, ambassador of someone said something, you know, that insulted you? Like what? So uh, geriatric lover Macron's feelings were hurt and he pulled back his uh, ambassador. That doesn't sound right. No one would do that. Right. So what is it that is exactly going on here? Take a listen to this. Islam'la derdi nedir ya? Müslümanlarla derdi nedir? He said, what's the problem with Islam? What's the problem with Muslims? And I'm going to be reading uh, the um, text because I do have people that listen to this as a podcast and on the radio. Azeri kardeşlerimiz etlerin arkasında bunlar var. Bu işgallerin arkasında... So basically, uh, you know... Uh, Erdogan was attacking Macron, calling him, you know, mentally unfit and that he needs to get his head checked uh, because uh, there's a, a campaign for France's secular values, which was, you know, reignited, I guess, after the murder of the French teacher beheaded. The teacher was beheaded in broad daylight, beheaded in front of people. I repeat, beheaded. I mean, do we start beheadings in America before we wake up? Said, Macron needs mental health treatment. What else can be said to a head of state who does not 
who does not understand freedom of belief. Yo, you can believe whatever you want. When you start beheading people, that's a problem. Millionlarca farklı inanç mensup. And who behaves in this way to millions of people, wait for it, to millions of people living in his country who are members of a different faith. Do you see the battle cry? He says, first of all, mental examination is necessary. Control. So did you get the battle cry? Did you read or listen in between the lines? He made it clear that there's a lot of us living in your nation, uh, Macon. And it was stupid of you to say something like that. That was a call for jihad. For those of you that may have missed it, that was an actual call for jihad. And lo and behold, what happens after that? Oh, Pakistan's Prime Minister Imran Khan also criticized Macron and said it's unfortunate that Macron has chosen to encourage Islamophobia by attacking Islam rather than the terrorists who carry out violence, be it Muslims, white supremacists, or Nazi ideologists. Have I not said Pakistan is going to be coming from the East? You see it. And now we have Pakistan jumping in on it as well. Now, Islam on its own does not harm anyone. You can practice whatever religion you want. We have voodoo practicers, Luciferians, right? Pastafarians, right? But we don't, a, a Luciferian cannot go out and sacrifice a child and not have consequences. I mean, I know that we have a lot of them going on and a lot of them are in office, but I'm just saying. Uh, voodoo, you know, can't just slice a human and sacrifice them without getting in trouble. Pagans the same. But why would we make concessions? Because uh, there is a jihad and you behead someone. I don't understand. So all the other religions that are sacrificing or killing humans are going to be held to a supposed saying, I know, I know, we have left it all aside. Right? We've let them, you know, rape, maul, sacrifice, eat, whatever, innocent people. But the rule of thumb is you do it, you go to jail. But if you're a Muslim, you don't. That makes absolutely no sense. Absolutely no sense. So this is what they are going for. Now, one thing, and I've been trying to find that clip again because I was uh, using my phone. I was spending a lot of time. My daughter flew in uh, late Saturday night uh, and I, I found a clip, gosh darn it, about Biden talking, uh, Kamala was talking with someone, sorry, when she was pandering at the polls. She was standing outside of polling locations where people were lined up to vote, telling them, thank you for voting for me. Thank you, we need to write. It's like, uh, you know, that's a crime. You're not supposed to be telling people, waiting to vote. You're not allowed to campaign. But anyway... The one thing that was said that was really weird is, yeah, Biden and I are looking forward to the blue moon that's happening. And I'm like, what? Uh, that that was like an offshoot remark she had in Cleveland. And I was like, oh, where's the clip? It's totally gone. And it's like, damn it, damn it. Because, you know, uh, my device is blocked from using Twitter uh, from my device. So I was just like, 
damn it, I didn't save it. And then I remember how Biden was interviewed and said, yeah, the 31st, what a great day. Remember when he said that? And I was like, whoa, that's freaky. Well, you know, that seems to be coming in to focus now. Um, I wanted uh, to also... <laughs> remind you guys, whatever's going on in the Eastern Mediterranean is popping now. It's happening now, but the big bang won't happen until 2021. And that's because they're all waiting for Biden. Uh, they, and they're all waiting to see his president Trump going to be allowed to actually be uh, sworn in because, you know, they have dumped in a lot of cash. They are going for unrest. You, you know, the list that came out with everybody's names. Let me tell you something, guys. Do you know who had that list? Do you know where that list came from? I'm going to tell you because I loathe fake news and I loathe half-ass news. That list came from the RNC hack in 2016. Remember, the DNC, the DNC and the RNC were hacked, right? Supposed hack. We all know it's not a hack. So... It is from there that they received donation information from 2016. So this, um, what is it called? Donald Trump dot map. Is it map? Something like that? Where they have people's locations and how much they donated in 2016 with their names. This is not, you know, random. The Sunrise Movement, as Millie has been reporting, and I've been telling you about these little factions, are coming strong. They're buying bulletproof vests. They're getting guns. They are coming for us because they want blood to spill. So, hence why we played the bagpipe song. Because we do know that domestic terrorism is against <laughs> anything we stand for. And we do know that it's not just Antifa. And when people keep saying Antifa, 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 it's obviously they have no idea what's going on. They just half-ass the news, okay? So I am telling you, this is going to be crazy. Between now until President Trump swears in, it's going to be nuts. Told you. It's going to be nuts. Remember? Remember the 5th of November. They want blood spilt. And they are training and they are buying up. And we know the Justice Department is all over it. So I'm pointing this out to you to understand it. The doxing of those that are on that list is from the supposed RNC hack. That wasn't really a hack. So... What I want to know is, did the Justice Department link that back to the people that were working with McCain? I don't know. Maybe like a tiny dancer that did it. Hmm. That is the question everyone should be asking themselves. Now, I wanted to just quickly touch base on um, the 60 Minutes where um, Joe Biden was talking about expanding the Supreme Court. I want you guys to listen to that portion. It's quite interesting considering that today the Senate is pony showing. I wonder which way it's going to go. I mean, people got bruised up. They got messed up. It's going to be interesting. Let's see. Control the U.S. Supreme Court. Man. Listen, who is on your list, Joe? 
Mr. Biden is under pressure from his own party to consider increasing the number of justices if elected. It's called court packing. And while he's said he's no fan of the idea, he's never completely ruled it out. Judge Amy Coney Barrett is on track to become the ninth U.S. Supreme Court justice. That would give the conservatives a 6-3 majority. If elected, would you move to add more justices to the Supreme Court? If elected, what I will do is I'll put together a national commission of bipartisan commission of scholars, constitutional scholars, Democrats, Republicans, liberal, conservative. And I will uh, ask them to, over uh, 180 days, come back to me with recommendations as to how to uh, reform the court system because it's getting out of whack, um, the way in which it's being handled. And it's not about court packing. There's a number of other things that our constitutional scholars have debated. And I'd look to see what recommendations that commission might make. This is a live ball. Oh, it is a live ball. No, it is a live ball. We're going to have to do that. And you're going to find there's a lot of conservative constitutional scholars who are saying it as well. The last thing we need to do is turn the Supreme Court into just a political football. Whoever has the most votes gets whatever they want. Presidents come and go. Supreme Court justices stay for generations. Hmm. How fixed was that interview? How easy peasy allowed to talk? No pushback was that interview. Well, during that interview, he misspoke. In fact, um, his uh, staff said that he misspoke. Take a listen. Person to a four-year college in their state for $150 billion. I can make sure every single person qualifies community college can go, and we still have a lot of money left over. That's what I mean by significant institutional changes. The Nonpartisan Tax Policy Center and others have questioned whether Joe Biden's corporate minimum tax plan would raise as much money as he estimates. After our interview, Mr. Biden's staff told us he misspoke and that the cost of free public college could be twice as much as he said. You mean they fact check him because he didn't read it correctly? Is that what happened? Is that what happened? This is all we see is lies, lies, and lies. Super lies. All of the lies. So many lies. It's just ridiculous. How do you, I mean, look at, look at this portion here. Hold on. I, you guys have to see this 60 minutes um, portion here. This is quite interesting. Hold on. Different in the policies that you've supported in the past. You're considered the most She's liberal so United States senator. I, I Somebody said that, and it actually was Mike Pence on the debate stage. But <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, the nonpartisan GovTrack has rated you as the most liberal senator. You supported the Green New Deal. You supported Medicare for All. You've supported legalizing marijuana. Joe Biden doesn't support those things. So are you going to bring the policies, those progressive policies that you supported as senator, into a Biden administration? What I will do, and I promise you this, and this is what Joe wants me to do, this was part of our deal. I will always share with him my lived experience as it relates to any issue that we confront so first of all, uh, notice that she's wearing orange. Second, she's got that cackle, man. She's really got that cackle. And she says, I promise you, like she says things and she acts as if she, you know, she doesn't believe it. This is a really bizarre segment. And it looks like the interviewer is quite uncomfortable. 
And I promised Joe that I will give him that perspective and always be honest with him. And is that a socialist or progressive perspective? No. <laughs> no, it is the perspective of, of a woman who grew up a, a, a black child in America, who was also a prosecutor. Who also First of all, she's not black. She's Indian. You know, like India, like, you know, cricket land, curry land, right? Where we get all those aromas and spices. India, India, I-N-D-I-A, the country. She's not black. So I don't know why she keeps saying that. Also has a mother who arrived here at the age of 19 from India, who also, you know, likes hip hop. <laughs> like, what do you want to know? <laughs> well, I want to give you, I want to give you the opportunity to address this because at the Republican National Convention, yeah. President Trump made the case that Joe Biden is going to be nothing more than a Trojan horse. Wait, someone said she's Indian and Jamaican. Okay, I want to make something clear. Her grandparents came from India to Jamaica and were established. Her real biological father was not black. Okay? They had plantations. That is where they settled and made their money. She's Indian. She's not black, period. She's not African-American, what someone wants to call black. I, I hate, oh, I loathe that title. You know, the, the, the black American, it's like, okay, you know, because I don't even like to use African-American because let's be frank. All right. Most African-Americans, as they call them, they don't even know where they come from in Africa. They don't even know if they're from Africa. Okay. They've never seen Africa. Their grandparents haven't been there. So I hate that too. I, I don't like it. I don't know why we have to pick our color of our skin on, you know, uh, questionnaires. Like, if you don't know where you come from, you just say American. And when you've been removed from somewhere on a ship 400 years ago and your generation stems from the U.S. for 400 years, that's where you're from. You're an American, period. Everybody who was born, bred here is an American. For me, I'm an American. I was born and raised here. But both my parents were immigrants. And I know where, you know, they came from because they were fresh off the boat. So I can trace that back. A lot of people can't. They've been here for a while. So, I mean, I don't, uh, uh, this race thing, I, it's so, I'm so over that. Force for socialist policies, for the left wing of the Democratic Party. Are you going to push those policies when you're vice president? I am States? not going to be confined to Donald Trump's definition of who I or anybody else is. Um, and I think America has learned that that would be a mistake. So just, just to button that up, because you have fought for Medicare for all. That's not something that Joe Biden supports. If you become vice president, would you say to a President Biden, you know what? Let's, we should really be pushing for Medicare for all, not a public option. That's just not going to do it. That's not my value. I would not have joined the ticket if I didn't support what Joe was proposing. And so our plan includes expanding on everything that Joe together with President Obama created with the Affordable Care Act. By contrast, you have Donald Trump, who's in court right now, trying to get rid of a policy that brought health care to over 20 million people, including protecting people with pre-existing conditions. And he's doing it in the middle of a pandemic that has killed over 215,000 Americans. 
They, they, you know, Kamala is so unlikable. I agree. Uh, lots of people are saying that too. She's extremely unlikable. I don't like her either. She annoys me uh, when she went to that cantina and got herself a pork chop and started dancing. It was just like, oh, cringe. And then when she stayed with her nephew, that whole, you know, noose around the neck with her nephew, uh, you know, Smollett, Jesse Smollett, who, by the way, hates white people, but his dad is a five foot four white Russian man, totally from Russia, right? But he hates white people. Fact check that. Jesse Smollett's father, biological father, the man who raised him, loves Solnitsia, right? He's a white Russian that defected from Russia, defected, supposedly. USSR supposedly okay so let's just be straight let's just be frank this is all BS the left are just bad at hiding it they wear it on their sleeves and they don't care these people are such liars such liars yeah and Smollett has daddy issues exactly he hates white people but his dad's a white Russian man that's five foot four by the way typical Russian drinks a lot of vodka loves it Hmm. Yeah, Russia, 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 Russia. So um, someone made the comment, yes, Kamala Harris identifies as black, just like Elizabeth Warren identifies as American Indian. It's all BS. It's all pandering. Now, I, I mean, I, I really don't know what to say. Today, we're going to be seeing some shifts, shifts that are going to land in our lap tomorrow. Uh, so, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. Now I wanted to share with you some top headline news, uh, before we end today's show, uh, such as Christopher Ray, director Ray is in danger of being fired. I would be a mistake right now. Christopher Wray reportedly in danger of losing his job. The Washington Post and Axios say President Trump is frustrated with the way that Wray for not announcing an investigation into Joe Biden and that he could be fired after the election. Let's get to Griff Jenkins. He's live for us in Washington. Griff, what's the latest on this? Hey, good morning, Trace. It's not just Ray. We hear the president is considering firing a handful of top officials, including FBI Director Christopher Ray, as well as CIA Director Gina Haspel and Defense Secretary Mark Esper. Now, the White House isn't ruling out Haspel and Esper as being possibly on their way out. But when it comes to Ray, a senior White House official went much further, saying this, quote, by all accounts, Director Ray has had a disappointing tenure leading FBI at a time when the organization has been in crisis due to politicization under the previous administration. He has largely ignored the pleas of rank and file agents and analysts to shine a light on what went wrong and to institute reforms to ensure FBI is never again misused by partisan insiders. The official went further saying, quote, it's not personal. It's about ensuring there will be public trust in the FBI. The Trace Fox News also spoke with the FBI about this report, and they say that Director Ray is just under seven years to go in his term, and he is keeping his head down and focusing on the work of the FBI. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna look for it tonight when I get back from the airport and find an episode where I told you what this administration is going to be doing before the elections, and that came to fruition. In order, the, the problem that we have with the federal government employing people is that they're not fireable. Uh, 
It's kind of like once you're in, you can't leave, right? I think I did this show in 2018 and 2019 where I explained that the only way to fix things is to make them fireable because what they do is they transfer them somewhere else, demote them or something like that. They can't, once you're in the federal government, it's so hard to get them fired. It's like they have their own personal unions. Uh, so it's really hard. And the one thing I said is, what we need to do is gut it down to the janitors, fire them all, close, shut it all down. People keep saying, the SESs, the SES. there's also VSESs. <laughs> That's not the big problem. Being an SES or a VSES, it's kind of like being a tenured professor. Really, really hard to get fired. Really hard, super hard, super hard. It's political. It's not even a job thing. Just so you understand. And they move them from one department to another, depending on where their, uh, you know, loyalties lie and what, where their expertise is and what they are being hired to do. Kind of like Priya. She was at um, the Department of Energy during Uranium One as counsel. And then when Uranium One scandal hit uh, and there were being audits done, she was moved over to the Department of Treasury that oversaw the transactions in regards to energy. See, this is how they move them around. So our president put out an EO making them fireable. Hmm. Now, Ray, it's not the time. I've already told you the role that Ray plays. And he's playing that role really well. Gina Haspel, she's a suicide spy. <laughs> She's done. She's toast. She saw everything. And what we watch is what she's obfuscating and who she's obfuscating it from and how she's obfuscating it. Remember, she oversaw the whole, you know, manifestation of this dossier. I know. I saw the communications. She likes Costa Coffee. What can I say? And even the people that deliver the coffee... You know, those paper trays, man, just saying, see, this is what happens when you're lazy and you're not paying attention. Okay. This is what happens. So I've said it. Where is she? Where is she? Where is she? I'm, I'm upset because there are things she can do to make things disappear, make people disappear, make records disappear. But damn those paper trays, damn those paper trays. No one pays attention to that. They just don't know. So, you know, when you get your coffee, it gets, you know, when you get more than two, they give you a paper tray, right? Even if you get two, they say, do you want a tray? Yeah. Nobody checks those. <laughs> Nobody checks the paper trays, Gina. That's what's up. Nobody checks them. You know, they think that they are unstoppable. They think that nobody can get to them. They think by bullying you, right, that, uh, you can pretty much do whatever you want. <sighs> yeah, that's not how it works. That is really not how it works. So I wanted to share with you in closing something super funny that I found. Uh, I found it hilarious. Here we go. This video, listen to this. Oh my gosh, she's such a drunk shriveled up loser has been listen to this yeah what's going on between you heard about my ex-boyfriend right 50 cent and his support of 
of, of uh, Donald Trump. Yeah, what's going on between you? I saw your tweets and I go, wait, what's happening? Because you said he was your favorite ex-boyfriend. And then he, what does he do? He's supporting Trump? He says he doesn't want to pay 62% of taxes, which, by the way, is in a plan of Joe Biden's. It's, that's, that's a lie. So he doesn't knows. want to pay 62% of taxes because he doesn't want to go from being 50 cents to 20 cents. And I and I had to remind him that he was a black person, so he can't vote for Donald Trump and that he shouldn't be influencing an entire. So she had to remind him his skin color. And because you're black, you're not supposed to be voting for Trump. This is what the drunk has been. Chelsea Handler, who's really proud of killing babies. And she's like over the hill. Just just listen. I'm, I don't want to be that mean swath of people who may listen to him because he's worried about his own personal pocketbook. So I haven't heard back from. So that's usually how we vote. Uh, we vote because we care about our pocketbooks, our kids, our future, our homes, our jobs, our ability to dictate the economy. So she's telling him, you need to group think. Why are you individual thinking? How dare you? From him, yeah, but I, I am willing to you know, seal the deal in more ways than one if he changes his mind and publicly denounces Donald Trump. I might be... What? Seal the deal in more ways than one? Wait a minute. Is she, like, offering her vagina? Willing to go for another spin, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, why would 50 Cent, who's going to remain 50 Cent, want to take a spin on you, on a used, you know... With his 50 cent status, he could buy a Ferrari. He can get someone who's not into groupthink and likes to be an individual thinker. You're a used Lada, girl. You were, what? Did she just prostitute her vagina to 50 cent for him to vote? And they're laughing about it. Look at them. Disgusting, right? <laughs> so disgusting. Like, any class? Absolutely none. Absolutely none. She just said, you can have this, you know, I'll, you can take me like he wants her. This is why he's an ex. Uh, if you vote for Biden, here is what 50 Cent said on TV. Election. Over the summer, Cube released a contract with Black America calling for reforms to close the opportunity gap in this country. Gosh darn it, this is Ice Cube, not 50 Cent. Okay, whatever. Ice Cube. Damn it. Why do they keep changing my clips? Here we go. Descendants of, of slaves, the ones who built this country, are being kind of forgotten in, in the fray. Cube brought his contract to the two presidential campaigns. The Bible we'll keep making it. They wanted to sit down after the election. But President Trump's son-in-law and top advisor Jared Kushner met with him for three hours. They listened, heard what I had to say, and um, pumped up their plan and presented it to the people on September, I believe, 24th. We call it the Platinum Plan. Two weeks ago, Cube praised the president's Platinum Plan to invest $500 billion in black community. That is when the backlash started. Some people called you a sellout. Some people said you were working with the dark side. He says he doesn't know whether he'll vote for Trump or Biden, but he does have a plan. Has Cube mellowed over the years? I still think it's a bunch of stupid people. 
and keep this system in place. But for the most part, I understand why it's there. Whether Donald Trump is reelected or Joe Biden wins and becomes the new president, what are you going to be doing to try to push the system over the next four years? I mean, find pressure points. That's the only way you can push. Um, you know, my daddy told me a long time ago, no matter who's the president, you got to get up and go to work in the morning. And always remember that. So, yeah, your no daddy's right. Everybody needs to work. But, you know, Joe Biden's not about work. Here's my clip. Darn YouTube keeps messing with my list. <laughs> I'm so on their bad list. Here we go. Take a listen to this. Here we go. This is rapper and entrepreneur 50 Cent. Boys, stand back and stand by. And a white supremacist in office. I don't know how you got elected to begin with. <laughs> but um, I think you just, I mean, it's a tough job. And it don't pay much unless you, you know, making some other kind of deals. Although they may seem polar opposite. Why are African-Americans still dying at the hands of law enforcement in this country? And so are white people. So are white people. What a terrible question to ask. Especially with this guy only caring about whiteness. Parents warn their kids about people like me. <laughs> they may have one commonality. Fortunately, I'm very rich. So I have a total net worth. And now with the increase, it'll be well over 10 billion. Curtis 50 Cent Jackson has been a staple in the rap game since he started making noise with the hit and how to rob. After albums like Get Rich or Die Trying, The Massacre and Curtis, plus the aligning of forces with the game, Tony Yayo and the LMC Lloyd Banks, he took on a new role, CEO of the rap group G-Unit. After acclaimed success throughout the world and hit after hit, the business side outside of music took on another venture, and that was straight business. A former crack cocaine dealer who had been shot nine times, sold more than 22 million albums, founded a headphones company, SMS Audio, owns part of a vodka brand and a line of luxury men's underwear, plus a cologne, a sneaker brand, and a video game series. He even had a stake in vitamin water. He about to get what he deserved. Not to mention an executive producer and starring role in the hit show Power on Stars. You've taken way too many hits and playing a boxing trainer in Harvey Weinstein's Southpaw. The reason I bring up these ventures, well. Forbes said this guy was worth 150 million bucks, but now 50 Cent doesn't have two quarters to rub together, at least if you believe his bankruptcy filing. He says he's buried in $50 million of debt. Curtis Jackson filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in July 2015. This is kind of the rich man's way of stalling, you know, so that yeah. he can figure out how he can negotiate sure. or, or not have to pay out as much money. 50 reported in court papers that he has assets and debts in the range of $10 million to $50 million, according to the Wall Street Journal. In May of 2015, Forbes estimated 50 cents net worth at $155 million. I'm consistently being made out to be a target because of uh, my financial situation. The rapper actor is apparently millions in debt. Fans on social media freaked out over the news, but 50, eh, he's staying calm. Well, I'm not panicking, they are. You know, they're panicking because the idea of, uh, people love tragedy, you know, more than they love good news, no matter how you look at it. He was the bud of jokes. But this quote, looking back, might reveal a little something. Walt Disney has filed bankruptcy. Donald Trump has filed bankruptcy. It means you're reorganizing your finances, but it does stop things from moving forward that you don't want moving forward. I got a decent legal team. 
you don't have to worry. So when I saw 50 Cent endorse Donald Trump on his respective social media channels, was I surprised? Not necessarily. He just flat out said it. He wants the tax breaks because after being on the highest of highs, he was staring debt and insufficient funds right in the eye. He simply doesn't want that feeling again. Eric Trump's piss poor graphics team immediately went to Twitter to post two of Trump's biggest advocates in the past week, Ice Cube and Curtis. And you know who absolutely loved 50 Cent's post? The disgraceful foes, Tommy Lauren and Candace Owens. However, in his own words. To sort of get your support. Have they ever courted you for support in the past? Yeah, with Trump during inauguration. They offered me a half a million dollars ago. And your response was? I, I, I didn't do it because I didn't know if I could fix the damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, so all money is not good money. You got to be careful. Hip-hop is connected to youth culture. Oh. You see what he said? I didn't know if I could fix the damage, which means that they would cancel him. Exactly what this clip they did. They did this montage at MSDNC specifically for that to cancel him. So hang out with me when you're the president. Oh. Right. There you go. He said this after spilling the tea on Donald Trump in 2016. Before he got elected, they were having issues with the African-American vote, said the rapper. They wanted to pay me $500,000 as part of the campaign just to make an appearance. 50 then revealed that he refused the offer, saying, I was like, nah, that's not good money. That's not worth it. So there you have it. However, if he had his first choice. I think Kanye should run. If you'd like to hear more thought-provoking content like TYT Sports on Facebook and to help. Yeah, totally not promoting him. So uh, here, here is where 50 Cent is part of, you know, they went with the whole cancel culture. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of people like that out there. Um, I actually went into an Apple store the other day and um, to look at my daughter's phone and... I wear my MAGA mask, you know, and the guy was like, I like your mask. And I was like, thanks. He's like, I voted for him already. And I'm like, great. He's like, isn't it sad that we have to whisper about that in here, that we have to whisper about an amazing president? And I'm like, man, you have no idea how many. And by the way, I just want to say yesterday, church was popping with Trump masks. Yes, Trump 2020 masks were in church. People were wearing them. I was like, oh, that's what's up. Um, you know, because for uh, the Greek American population, I'm speaking for the Greek American population, right? Um, they're all really pissed off with the person that is the head of the Greek church now representing the Greek Orthodox community in the United States. And, you know, I had a go at him and I wrote letters to the head of the church like a couple weeks ago. I wrote one when they fired the previous one because he had, you know, our representative was Metropolitan Archbishop, I guess uh, you would say, right? Um, Demetrius, he praised the president. Uh, he said he's doing great work and he thanked him at the White House. A week later, he was fired and removed. So I've been, uh, you know, writing letters to the head of the church. I've been going back and forth with the representative of the church uh, for the Greek church, which is Elpidophoros. For those of you that follow me on Twitter, you know, I, I throw some shade that way. But People are upset because they're going into, they're taking religion and making it abide by state rules. So I just wanted to clarify what I mean by that. So 
being an Orthodox Christian, we take communion all from the same spoon. And so with COVID, you know, states uh, had implemented, well, you're not allowed to share the same spoon. You shouldn't be in the... And they literally shut down the churches because the state said so, and they were fighting them. But when they opened back up, uh, like the state of Massachusetts demanded that there can't be communion with multiple like disposable spoons because people are going to get sick. Now, if your leader of your church says you might get sick, then communion's not holy anymore. So it means that he doesn't believe that you'll stay safe. So that is kind of like saying, oh, we don't believe this stuff because it's all BS. So you have to use a plastic spoon. That is a heretic statement. Okay. That's going against everything you're supposed to be representing. For 2,000 years, we use the communion chalices, same spoon everyone shares, and no one's gotten sick. But now they want us to use disposable. So he actually suspended the head of all of the Metropolitan in Boston, who's like the 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 top guy in the state of Mass. He suspended him because he refused to comply with disposable spoons, which is against the religion. So this is, this, this has entered into all facets. This COVID action plan that everybody had has entered into your religion, your social fabric, everything. So I was quite proud that I saw MAGA masks. Well, they didn't have the big red one like I did. <laughs> you want me to wear one? I usually wear it on my chin, but I will wear it proud and I will have it loud. It'll be red and iconic because I am not ashamed who I vote for. I am proud of my president and bring it. You can take my car and the stickers too. I really don't care. I'm proud and I am I have faith. I have complete and utter faith. And so those out there that are shy or, you know, embarrassed, don't be. We should wear who we are on our sleeve. I mean, look, you know, people shove down our throats, uh, you know, that whatever they abide by, uh, you know, their religion. I mean, you know, Luciferians dress and expose, you know, how they are, right? People, oh, another thing, who you sleep with now is something you should be proud of. So why shouldn't you be proud to be an American? You shouldn't wear that? Are you kidding? This is the United States of America. We should be proud as mm, that we are here. And the only nation that has this free on paper. We just got to make sure that that translates, right? All right. So tonight, guys, we are doing movie night. I have an awesome movie. We're going to be doing it at 9 p.m. Movie night, grab your popcorn. For those of you that are um, Amazon Prime members, I will um, live uh, this show, um, I guess, while I'm doing movie night. Uh, it'll be premiering on uh, YouTube because it takes a, a good half hour to pull the whole you know, video down and I have to get going because I have to take my daughter to the airport. So I want to go eat lunch with her and take her to the airport. So the movie will be a surprise. Uh, you know, I always do that because we want to watch something that's kind of, you know, um, 
kind of, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So tomorrow we're going to have some stuff drop in our lap and it's going to be nice. I, I say it's going to be super nice. So on that note, guys, I want to wish you guys a fabulous evening. Uh, for those of you that are going to be on, uh, you know, Twitch so we can watch our movie together. That's great. Uh, I can't wait. I'm actually excited to see it. And remember, all they do is lie, lie, and lie. So don't be surprised. Okay? Don't be surprised. God bless. If I could turn the page And time that I'd rearrange Just a day or two Close my, close my, close my eyes But I couldn't find a way So I settled for one day to believe in you Tell me, tell me, tell me lies Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies Tell me lies, tell me, tell me lies Oh no, no, you can't disguise You can't disguise Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies Although I'm not making plans I hope that you understand there's a reason why Close your, close your, close your eyes No more broken hearts We're better off apart, let's give it a try Tell me, tell me, tell me lies Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies 